0: Welcome to Land A Job You Love podcast. I'm your host and career coach, Kajal Bansal. If you're someone who's looking for that sense of fulfillment in their career, you've come to the right place because in this podcast, I'll be speaking with inspirational industry leaders who have followed their true interests and instincts to land work they love and give you advice on how you can do the same. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning into the podcast. Today, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to do a solo episode where I continue to give more career tips. I want to make sure that I'm continuing to provide value in that way, kind of in between guests. And today, I have a topic that I think is a really important one. It's something that I've seen happen a lot, actually, in the last couple of months. So, Today's episode is going to be about what I think is probably one of the honestly worst interview questions you could ask at the end of the interview, and I'll tell you what it is, why I think it's not so productive, and what you can ask instead to get a better outcome. So we all know kind of at the end of an interview, the employer will ask you, like, do you have any questions for us? And one question that I've seen come up quite a bit lately is candidates will ask, something like, do you have any reservations about me as a candidate or do you have any hesitations about my background that I could address? Do you have any feedback for me? Basically any kind of question where you're asking the hiring manager to provide you with on-the-spot feedback. And I've just kind of consistently seen in real time how this question just doesn't ever end up in a favorable outcome. And the only kind of thing I could think of that could maybe give an example that's a little bit more relatable is if you, let's say as a consumer, are in the market to buy a new car and you go somewhere and you test drive a car and you like it, but obviously it's a really big investment. It's something that you're going to be relying on every day. You may just want to take a bit of time to think about it. You may want to test drive other cars to, to make sure that the one that you like you know, is for sure the one that you want to go with. And if somebody at the car place, you know, the salesperson says to you, like, well, what are your hesitations? Maybe I can address them. You may not even have hesitations. You may simply just need some time to to think about it to make sure that you're making the right decision because it is such a big decision. And so when somebody is asking you to kind of give them the reasons why you're not sure on the spot you as a consumer may find that a little bit off-putting and I I think it's a very similar thing when you transfer that into a scenario where it's an employer and a candidate where it it can be off-putting if you are asking a hiring manager to give you and come up with on-the-spot feedback without giving them the time to really process the interview and think about it and you know see other people, you know, other candidates to make sure they're making the right decision because that is the thing, right? Like that's probably one of the biggest challenges about providing on the spot feedback as opposed to giving the feedback at the end of the process is that a lot of times hiring managers aren't ready to provide that feedback because they haven't seen everybody yet. So they can't really tell you what it is that made them move forward with you or what it is that ultimately made them decide not to move forward with you if they haven't seen everybody yet. And so I think it is really important to allow hiring managers that time to see the full process through before asking for feedback. You can always ask for feedback at the end. I've done hundreds of feedback calls in my career, like most Recruiters are expected to have that feedback call at the end of the process, but that is when they're best equipped to have that conversation is at the end of the process when they, you know, actually have reasons why they decided to move forward or not move forward with one candidate over the other. And I actually saw this, the reason that I wanted to do an episode about this is because I recently saw this happen in real time. It was me in the room with the hiring manager and the candidate. And at the end of the interview, the candidate, you know, we, we asked the candidate if they had any questions and they, they said like, you know, do you have any feedback for me? How did I do? And it's pretty crazy. Like I, I, you know, so the, the hiring manager did give them feedback and they said, You know, unfortunately, we're at the end of our time now and we have somebody else coming in. So there wouldn't even be time for us to explore this further. But to be honest, like, I I felt your answers were a bit vague. You have great work experience and I was looking for a lot more specificity about your forecasting experience and your budgeting experience. And I, I did feel that your answers were pretty vague. And, and it's true, like we were at the end of time and we had someone else coming in. So there wasn't an opportunity for the candidate to dig in further. And I also watched the candidate like leave the room so deflated because they felt then that they could have done better. And so there's just so many other questions you can ask that that allow the the hiring manager to take the time to process and and see other people and and make the right decision but it also gives the talent acquisition specialist who's in the room an opportunity to influence the des- the decision as well right so had this candidate asked another question after they left the hiring manager and the talent acquisition specialist often will debrief on on how the interview went and had the hiring manager said to me like I just felt their answers were a bit vague I could have had the opportunity to influence that outcome a little bit where I can say you know why don't we make sure that we see everybody else first before we make a final decision on this person I could also say to the hiring manager like if you felt their answers were vague but they do have the right experience maybe we can send them an email with specific questions and ask them to answer those questions about their experience in an email. If we still feel their answers are vague after that, maybe we don't move forward. But if they give us exactly what we're looking for, maybe this is a candidate that we continue to explore. So that's the other kind of thing about it is like giving the employer the time to process also allows the talent acquisition specialist to step in and influence the the decision and the outcome. And hiring managers do rely on and lean on talent acquisition specialists in the process. Hopefully that all makes sense and helps, but I do have some suggestions on questions you can ask that, you know, like I get why people ask this question. It's because they want the opportunity to you know, ask the employer, like, do you have any hesitations so that if the employer expresses hesitations, they have the opportunity to, you know, share a kind of like or address those, those hesitations, right? Share why the employer doesn't have to worry about those types of things. So another question you can ask that would give you the same outcome, but maybe in just like a more productive way is you can ask the employer, are there any existing gaps on the team right now that you're hoping that the successful candidate is able to fulfill. And then if the employer says, actually, yeah, so right now we don't have somebody on the team who is advanced at Excel. We need someone who's able to do VLOOKUPs, pivot tables, macros. We don't have somebody on the team right now who knows how to do that. And that's your opportunity to say, I happen to have advanced Excel skills. Like I know how to do all that. So that's definitely something that I could contribute and add value immediately. So that's just an example of, a way you can ask the question that's maybe just a little bit more productive and and, and ends in like a more favorable outcome. Another question that I've consistently seen work really well that employers light up when they hear is something like, if I were to be the successful candidate, is there anything I could learn from now until when I start that would help me hit the ground running during the training process? Immediately, this shows employers initiative, passion, interest, you know, someone who's willing to go above and beyond. So, this is a really powerful question you can ask. Obviously, you'd have to be willing to put in that time to learn that thing. And often, employers will say, like, you know, zero expectation for you to put in extra time to learn the skill until you start. But if you are Looking for for that, you know. Right now, what we're seeing is that we have a lot of candidates who are coming from tech, and they are very used to Slack and Gmail, and we use Outlook and Teams. And so, what we find is that there's a bit of a learning curve when people start adjusting from Slack and Gmail, and then having to learn, you know, Outlook and Teams. It's just it's a little bit different, and it takes a bit of time to to pick up. It's just learning like a new system. So, if there is a way for you to kind of familiarize yourself with Outlook before starting, it might help the training process move a little bit faster and go a little bit smoother, but no expectation on our end for you to put in that extra time. But just even asking that question shows the employer so many positive attributes. And so that I can tell you is a really powerful question that I've seen hiring managers consistently really respond well to. So, I hope this is helpful. If you are looking for career coaching, if you're actively looking for a job and you're in the process and you want somebody to kind of guide you through the process, you can feel free to find me on Instagram, Spark Career Co, and reach out to me there. I'd be super happy to help. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out anytime. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of land a job you love podcast. I hope you enjoyed the conversation. If you're interested in learning more about career coaching services with me, you can visit the link in my bio on Instagram at spark career co. I hope you have a great day.